Hey, thanks for queuing up the podcast. Before we jump into this episode, I just wanted to make you aware of three music marketing resources with an emphasis on one in particular. There's a good chance you're already familiar with my flagship title called the Gorilla Music Marketing Handbook and perhaps even the 5-Minute Music Marketer. Both of those titles are well worth your time, but I want to make you aware of another title that doesn't quite get the attention as those two do. And that one is called The Nine Irrefutable Laws of Music Marketing. I'm really proud of this book, and I think you would get a lot out of it. And basically what it covers is what I consider to be nine timeless principles of music marketing. So regardless of the new website, app, or tool, because they're always changing, as you know, these are principles you can apply no matter what. They're timeless. They tap into that eternal connection that people have with music and with music makers. So I think you would get a lot out of this book. It's available on Amazon in at least a dozen countries in both paperback and ebook formats. So go check it out. The Nine Irrefutable Laws of Music Marketing. And now, enjoy the episode. This is the Music Marketing Podcast. Well, hello and welcome to the podcast. I'm your host, Bob Baker, and this one is all about your messy music career. That's right. I'm about to feature another segment from one of our recent Musicians Motivation Monday Clubhouse Rooms. And this is something that we do every Monday morning where myself, uh, Billy Gryzak, uh, Jesse Curtis, and sometimes other moderators will get together. We usually have a quote from a well-known person that we riff on at the beginning. And then we bring musicians up to the stage on Clubhouse. And they let us know uh, what they're up to, any challenges that they're facing. And then we give them advice and encouragement. It's always a good time. we got people from all over the world who join us on that. In this one, Angela had just told us that she was in the early stages of learning to play her instrument and learning how to sing. And like a lot of musicians at that stage, she was feeling overwhelmed and she was feeling like she wanted to get things right and she was being held back by this perfectionism of not wanting to screw things up. Very, very common among musicians at all levels. So here's some of the advice that we gave her. I want to encourage you to look in the show notes of this episode. We can find links to learn more about Billy and Jesse, including links to where you can find out more about some of my books, including the Gorilla Music Marketing Handbook, the 5-Minute Music Marketer, and the 9 Irrefutable Laws of Music Marketing. So be sure to click to expand those notes so you can see all the great stuff that's down there. All right, let's talk about your messy music career and how you can embrace the mess. Here we go. I'm not going to assume you know anything about my history, but I, uh, I've been an author for many years and a n- number of my books are on music marketing, including the Gorilla Music Marketing Handbooks, a topic I've been researching and applying to my own life and talking about for decades. 
But when you're new to it, especially in the online world, it's all confusing. It's like, oh my God, I'm lost. I don't know where to start. I don't know what I'm doing. But approach it in the same way that you did learning an instrument. At first, you knew you wanted to play this thing, whatever it is, whatever the, the, the instrument is, but it was new to you. And at first, whether you got lessons or just learned it on your own, it was awkward. Your fingers wouldn't do what you wanted them to do. It hurt. But you kept going through that because you knew something greater was waiting on the other side. And eventually you got through the, you know, you got past that awkward mechanical stage where then you could get into a state of flow and you could start being creative with it once you learned how to use the tool or the, or the, or the instrument. So just take that same approach with marketing and with social media. And so just know that it's going to be awkward at first, but little by little, you don't have to know it all right off the bat. Just a little bit, you just learn a little bit as you can. Learn about video and audio and uploading things and posting things to social media, and it'll get easier. Then you can be have more fun with it. I just like, would uh, encourage everyone when it comes to this stuff just to lighten up. You know, have some fun with it. How can you be creative and not think of it as a curse or a burden that you have to do? And also, when it comes to marketing, this is just I'm just giving you a kind of a quick broad brushstroke on marketing. Think beyond. It's not just about making announcements about I have a gig here, I have an album available. Like share who you are and what inspires you, what the process is, even shine the light on other artists, you know, uh, talk about people who inspired you or other indie artists, friends of yours who are doing cool stuff to start posting things about your passion for music. And people will start to suddenly see you as someone who's involved in music. And so it's all not all about just, Hey, look at me. Uh, you know, here's the thing that I'm doing or gig that I have. That's part of it. Certainly you want to promote those things and not be ashamed of that, but just start sharing a wide array of who you are as a musician, what inspires you, and it'll get easier and easier as you go. Totally cool. Jesse, what's the first step? What do you have for Angela? Yes, we all deal with that whole perfectionism thing. We always want to put our best stuff out, but the flip side of that is, yes, it's good to want to put your best foot forward. At the same time, it is detrimental to you to want to be so perfect that you never get anything out. So when you're just starting out, the best thing to do is just embrace the fact that you're just starting out and be as messy as possible. We're always a mess when we're starting to learn something like, you know, you can't remember when you were learning to walk as a baby, but I promise you were a mess trying to learn how to walk. You, know, you were crawling on your belly, then you're crawling on your, your hands and knees, and then you were standing up and falling over, and eventually you started taking steps forward. It was a messy process. It's the same with anything that we learn. It does not matter. We're always messy at first. We're always fumbling, bumbling, stumbling at first. That's just how it works. That's how learning works. So I just want to encourage you to, like uh, Bob was saying, you know, be okay with just playing with it, right? Just be okay with making mistakes and being messy. And if all you're doing is simply like starting up a YouTube channel and filming yourself playing a song on your phone and uploading that video to YouTube just to get it out there so that you can get more comfortable with the process of how these types of things actually work, then just do that. Just start somewhere. Don't be so afraid of people coming in and saying, oh, look at how imperfect this is, like blah, blah, blah. You know what? A lot of people like those videos of people just popping their phone up and sitting in front of it and playing a song 
like sometimes some of the simplest music videos out there are some of the most popular because you're right there being raw and authentic and that's what people want. A lot of people don't want all the glitz, glamour and polish that comes with commercialized music. They want somebody they feel like they can relate to, somebody that's a little more on their level, right? So just don't be afraid of that. Just embrace the fact that you don't know what you don't know but you have the drive and determination to learn it and just go out and be messy and learn everything you can. When you reach a stumbling block, go do some research on how to get around it. I was doing this just with uh, doing YouTube videos myself and learning how to edit. I have this program called DaVinci Resolve. It's free. You can go get it and experiment with it yourself if you want. And it's a big, scary program. But what I did is I went and found this whole uh, series of videos from a guy named Casey Ferris who does nothing but teach tutorials on DaVinci Resolve. And piece by piece, I started learning how to use it. And it was very messy at first. And I hit a lot of roadblocks. I'd have to go back and learn how to get around that roadblock or get over it, bust it down, however you want to put it. And eventually... After several days, I was able to get my first YouTube video out. So just be okay with not being perfect and learn what you can learn from each thing that you put out, each experience that you have, any feedback that you get, and just constantly strive to be better. There's nothing wrong with that. But at the same time, don't let it paralyze you. Absolutely. 100% agree. And that brings me to... Billy's quote that everybody's probably sick and tired of hearing, but here we go again. Done is the new perfect. I will say that again. <laughs> Done is the new perfect. If you agree, flash your microphones because <laughs> you could have the, the next hit just sitting on your computer, but because there's something you don't like about it, nobody's going to hear it. It's like when a tree falls in the forest. You know, nobody hears it if it's not out there. Jesse and Bob know, and I don't know if uh, anybody else here knows uh, about a project I did. In 2012, I decided, I don't know why, I just decided to do this, that I was going to write, release, and record 12 albums in 12 months with 12 songs on them. So I was embracing the number 12. So think about that for a minute. Uh, hey, Will, uh, if I had 12 albums with 12 songs, how, ma how many songs is that in a year? So, yeah, so I was responsible. I was committing myself to releasing 144 songs within a 12-month period. In that time, I, I will be brutally honest, some of my worst recordings and vocals came out. But as the project went on, according to my son, at least, I learned how to sing because I was never a very good singer. And he said somewhere during the course of that time that I put in doing all that work, I became a good singer and I feel like I've honed my songwriting skills. And like I said, there's there's some really messy, scary stuff I'm embarrassed of. But let me just tell you this, I have never sold or made as much money or got as much recognition as I did when I put out that volume, just drop that ton of songs on the earth. And, uh, and I'm not suggesting you, you wanna do that, but I think it's a good idea not to worry about being perfect. Right.